You are listening to episode number 9 of the Oxford Lafayette and Region Sports Podcast. This episode will feature a preview of the Lafayette Lady Commodore volleyball team and preview their upcoming season with first-year head coach Kelsey Poole. If you would like to sponsor the OLR podcast, contact me through a direct message on Twitter at BenMichael underscore FW or at OLR underscore podcast, or you can send me an email at placefair234 at yahoo.com for more information. Follow the podcast now on Twitter at OLR underscore podcast so you can make sure you do not miss another episode of the OLR podcast. Before we get to the preview of the volleyball team, this is the first episode of the podcast since Lafayette football special teams coordinator and former Lafayette boys basketball coach Nakoma James passed away reportedly due to symptoms related to COVID-19. It was not confirmed if he tested positive for COVID-19 or not. A private graveside ceremony will be held at 11 a.m. today for immediate family members at Mount Zion Dentontown AMC Church. Prior to the interview, LaFay volleyball coach Kelsey Poole and I ultimately decided not to touch on this very still sensitive subject during the recorded interview. The OLR podcast will observe a moment of silence that will be at least 16 seconds long. One second for each year James was employed at the Lafayette County School District. It is now time to preview the upcoming Lafayette Lady Commodores volleyball season with first-year head coach Kelsey Poole. I am now here with Lafayette volleyball coach Kelsey Poole, first-year head coach here at Lafayette. And Kelsey, thank you for coming on to the podcast with me. Thanks for having me, Ben. All right. The first thing I want to know so far is you've had, I just watched the end of the practice, you've had a few practices now in. And obviously COVID-19 threw everybody in the loop, but how has your first year been as a head coach so far? Uh, If I can make it through this year as a head coach, then I feel like I can make it through any other year. Um, It's been very interesting to say the least, but hey, you know, makes you stronger, makes you better. Absolutely. Obviously, you couldn't have tryouts like when you wanted to, like say, during say this April, May, like most teams do, including basketball. Basketball has had hard times baseball Mm -hmm. usually does theirs during the summer all right and now the reason you came to Lafay I I saw you at South Panola when Oxford was a basketball region opponent assisting there came to Oxford for a year and then jumped ship to here and I didn't know it until January the reason why you came here was to take over the head coaching position because former coach Clint Jordan Mm -hmm. was an assistant principal right and powers may be didn't want to necessarily have an administrative job and a head coaching job in any sport at any time and that's where you came in yes that was all part of the plan just kind of uh dip my toes in the water over here and the whole plan was to get me into that head coaching position all right and head coaching position something i know you're striving to obtain a position that's why you made that jump you held like three assistant positions at oxford and you held a couple more at south panola but what does being a head coach mean well those assistant positions um, are a necessity you know if you want to be successful in this business you kind of learn the ropes how things are supposed to work you know sometimes people say I want to coach 
and then they get thrown out there and they don't realize my goodness all this stuff goes into all the time coaching. yes all the time um all the all the little nitpicky stuff that goes into it so you know under jamie ann over at south panola or um, cliff orman at oxford and even here shane Lindsay basketball right. program i've learned a lot of great things from those head coaches and even clint jordan whenever i first got over here when he was essentially still the head coach uh, just learning and kind of going from there maybe even took a couple tips from my dad when before he retired that's correct i did work with your dad for track now that's enough about you i'm sure you were nervous about that <laughs> now let's talk about your players okay. and first of all let's talk about who you think might be jumping into the starting positions at the start of each set like start with your front row your outside hitters your middle blocker who do you expect to see as so far from what you've seen in practice in the front row um we got a pretty solid middle we got kaylee gooch up in the front row she's she's a phenomenal player all across the board um, and then we've got Brennis for outside hitter. And we've got some things working on the right side, but you'll see that probably on our first game. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple couple girls right now that are fighting hard for that spot and that we're keeping an eye on, but we're pretty excited about that right side hitter. Exactly. And obviously before the season, don't want to reveal too much of what right. you're doing. But. Right. And now talking about the back row, back row is where all the defense happens. Yes. All the They take all the hard hits from all the powerful players and yes. all the hard serves and all the tricky serves. Saw a couple tricky serves in practice today. Yes. And they're still working on it. But who are the back row players and who's going to be possibly your libero for the majority of the season? So our libero is Caitlin Ray. Uh, she's a senior and she does a great job back there, great leader. Um, and then we've got some younger girls coming into the mix that are excellent. I mean, they you wouldn't know that they were young. They've stepped into the role and accepted the challenge. So we've got, you know, Chloe Carr, and we've even got um, Caroline Crockett back there, and along with another senior, Gracie Dunn. So they're going to kind of be interchanging. Our back row is going to be pretty, pretty fun to watch this year. All right, first year head coach, and always when you come into a new team you were an assistant last year mm -hmm. so you have dealt with these players but which players have kind of helped you out along the way the ones with the experience to help keep this team together especially through this pandemic oh like i said um well one let me just say this entire team these girls are great uh, this group of kids they're awesome but you've got kaylee who is just a natural leader um she's a junior and then you've got brennis natural leader caitlin ray I mean, I could just keep listing them. Essentially, every girl out here on this floor, you know, they want to be here. They want to work hard. The pandemic stinks, but, you know, they've said, all right, this is what we got to do. These are steps we got to take. We just want to play. All right. So that's pretty much what every team I've come across saying they want to play. Oh, yeah. They, we, and we want to coach. Yes. I mean, this is what we work so hard yes. for, and that's what we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep doing that until we're told to stop. Well, Let's assume that we are going to play, and I hope so, because we're just 10 days away from the first playing date. Across your region, two very powerful DeSoto County schools, okay. and Oxford played them a lot, and I've seen them up close. Lake Comer and Center Hill, yeah. Powerhouse, and you're expecting to try and knock one of them off. South Hill is in the region, too, mm -hmm. and South Hill has always been a school. They've been trying to get the sports program all going. Their baseball program has finally gotten to where they right. want it to be. Football program, they've always been trying to build and build. Soccer program is pretty good, but let's talk about the region, what you expect out of them, obviously, DeSoto County Schools being on top. Yes, uh, Center Hill, Lake Comer, huge respect to those teams. Smart, 
great hitters, um, good defensively, but at the same time, I think that we're going to have a shot at them. I mean, we're working on some things in here to correct those point difference makers from last year. So, I mean, basically what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to stick to our game plan whenever we play those teams. Uh, we can't get freaked out by, oh, well, Center Hill was state champs last year. Okay, well, right. this is a new year, new season, new face of the team. We've got to play our game, control what we can control, and then the end result will be hopefully in our favor. And now for the rest of the schedule, you start off with South Panola right. on Monday the 24th. Mm -hmm. I believe it's here, correct? Yes. Here inside this gym. And a team from your old stopping grounds. I don't know if you still know some of the players or not from over there. I, don't... I didn't coach volleyball over there. Right, but um, if you knew any of the kids that may have been freshmen. No, I, I'm not okay. sure if I will, but I do know the coaching staff, and hey, they're right down the road. Why wouldn't we play? Right. So Exactly. Try to take anybody within your community yeah. if possible. Mm -hmm. And there's South Panola, there's Olive Branch on the schedule. You scheduled yes. Horn Lake on the schedule, another couple of DeSoto County schools. Yes. And unlike Oxford, whose very first region game is that Tuesday, right? you do have seven games to kind of yes. work on your players' work work out some of the kinks as you preluded to earlier before you have that first district game against the Lake Homer and against Center Hill against Saltilla. Yes and you know with COVID and rescheduling and all that craziness I was hoping we could get in a few classics but traveling and crowd size and all that for the players we felt kind of like minimizing those that we just we weren't going to put them in a situation if we didn't have to. So we're going to play those seven games. We're going to learn from each game, and then that should be enough time to be prepared for our first region game. Okay, before I go into um, my last question, which is actually about your fundraiser, I wanted to talk about what is allowed in the gym. Do you know what is allowed for a game in the gym so, so far? Yesterday, from our athletic director, we got an email from MHSAA, right. and it was guidelines on how to proceed, so just from COVID in general. And it was talking about um, possibilities of, you know, maybe screening fans. Right. Um, we're not going to have a concession stand. We're going to right. kind of eliminate that. Um, Obviously, eliminate a common point yeah, where everybody's coming right and then you know obviously six feet in between people in the stands mask on in the stands if they're a family they can obviously sit together but they'll probably have to have their masks on um, I'm actually gonna sit down with my athletic director next week and we're gonna you know figure out all the exact details and get that ready because we've got three home games right starting the 24th bang so, bang bang and, yes bang 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 and that is thank you to COVID so yeah but this is in order to in order to get these kids. They want to play. You want to coach, oh, yeah. just We're like we all talked about. Them, so it'll be fun. All right. The last thing we talked about this about a minute ago. Your fundraiser on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I believe it's at it's at a bank. Don't know the name, but it's on Jackson Avenue. Yes, Mechanics Bank on Jackson Avenue. We will be there from nine to twelve. It is a free car wash. Uh, Y'all come and get your car wash. The girls will be there and just show your support for Lafayette Volleyball and you know they want to get out in the community and do stuff for the community as well. You know, three hours before I first saw that car wash, I had actually bought a monthly pass at a car wash. Oh, you're and still I was gonna like, have to come get your car wash, baby. Exactly. <laughs> but it was like unlimited. I was like, dang it, I could have waited another five days. We're just trying to get on that. creative. You know, fundraisers have been kind of cut short due to this pandemic. Right. And one it's team bonding 
I remember exactly. car washes when I was a kid, and it's getting them out in the community. It's going to be great. So that's from 9 a.m. to 12 this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday the 15th. Yes. I'm looking at my watch, looking yes. at the date. So that those who listen to podcasts later realize that it's Saturday, August the 15th, mm-hmm. not like Saturday, August the 22nd, if you listen to this two days later. Well, we also have one Saturday, August 29th, so we're doing two. You're doing two Same car location. washes. All right, so there's going to be another car wash on August 29th, a week into the season. Come out and support these Commodores because Lafayette football only has two home games, and that helps provide money for some of the other sporting events. Lafayette volleyball would could really use your support in these car washes please come out and help them out we appreciate it thank you kelsey for doing this with me and i hope to see you on the volleyball and the players on the volleyball court real soon thank you ben thank you for listening to the olr podcast this was episode nine previewing the lafayette lady commodore volleyball team please join for the upcoming episodes where we will preview the area cross-country teams Follow the podcast now on Twitter at OLR underscore podcast so you can make sure you do not miss another episode of the OLR podcast. Thanks for listening.